We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 82 games. This team was not going to make the playoffs. They're not good enough. They still have deficiencies, especially on the back end. Uh, the injuries obviously don't help. I mean, if you're a team that's going to miss the playoffs when healthy, and now all of a sudden you lose some of your good players, well, now you're going to find yourself even further down in the standings because you weren't a great team or, or a good team to start with. So injuries are a problem. Good teams, great teams can overcome injuries. Chicago Blackhawks, Pittsburgh Penguins, New York Rangers, all those teams, they can overcome them. The Edmonton Oilers can't because they're not good enough yet. So 
Uh, and we, I, I talked to the year. I didn't think there would be any major trades during the season. I felt that this was an evaluation period for the new GM and coach to see what they had. I felt if the team was getting closer, then they would add pieces in the summer. But I said that if this was a team that was going to be in the same at the end of the season, 27, 28, 29, 30, then you're going to see major moves and players that were once untouchable now become touchable because the core uh, has not got it done to the to the liking or to the where they need to have it done. So now everybody's available outside of Connor McDavid. Well, and the other thing that's happened is you've also added Connor McDavid, which shifts your core. Yep. Uh, you know, you 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 bring in uh, Drysaitel and McDavid over the last two years, and it's a completely different dimension than you had before, and it changes the uh, the complexion of things. Uh, it, here, here's another one. Just I just I have to answer this because uh, Jensen out of Saskatchewan has Texas Bob. It sucks that Elliot won't be on anymore. Can we bring back Craig Button from Penticton V's uh, fan Jensen? Now, Jensen, I've seen you comment on radio happenings before. You understand that Craig Button left when uh, TSN took over one of the radio stations in town, put two and two together, how that works. It's not like we chased him off. Uh, but I might chase Rob Brown off if he disagrees on or Rob Brown off. Just kidding. Uh, so the landscape has changed. I think it's inevitable at some point. Um, and part of it's going to depend on where the Edmonton Oilers are drafting. A lot of people just assume, well, of course, they're going to get the number one pick. They're going to come in 30th. I'm not convinced they're going to finish 30th. Uh, I do think the team is going to be challenged to win the next couple of games. I think that there's a lot of guys, and maybe you can shed some light on this, Rob. Like, I mean, I'm around these guys every day, and I think when when Edmonton won the lottery, the players got rejuvenated about the potential here. Okay, Now, it hasn't come to fruition for a variety of reasons this year. But I do think the players realize they're going to have a chance to play with one of the best players in the NHL, if not the best player in the league in a couple of years. So they don't want to leave. And now we're seeing that there's a few guys, like in the past we talked about Justin Schultz, like he was a, a long-term keeper. And he's probably obviously headed to be moved out of town. I mean, that's kind of inevitable right now. When that occurs, what's the mindset of a team like when guys realize, okay, we've underperformed, but... You know, there is some potential here, and you, you want to find a way to be the group that, that gets it done. Do guys get nervous and, 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 and about this thing maybe coming, as we know it now, to a bit of an end, and their tenure to come to a bit of an end as well, and can it affect their play? Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, to, to talk about on that one. First of all, nobody likes getting traded. It, 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 it's not fun. I've been there. I know what it's like. You set up roots, you have friends, you have buddies. Uh, you don't want to pack up and go somewhere else. Now, if you look at, say, your top half of your team, your top, your, your stars of your team, they know where they fit in here in Edmonton. They know that they're on the first or second line. They're going to get power play time. They get penalty killing time. They play three on three. They know where, they're, where they are thought of amongst the organization. Moving to an organization, it's an unknown. Our, uh, Taylor Hall, right now, he's the top left winger on the team. He's you know, the second best player. All of a sudden, he gets traded to the Chicago Blackhawks, or if he gets traded to uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, is he going to be thought of as highly? He doesn't know that. Neither does Everly. Neither do, uh, does uh, a dry cell, Newton Hopkins. So you know where you are in the pecking order here. It's the unknown. So you don't want to leave because you like it here. Then you go to the bottom half. Well, you are the bottom half of a team that's in 30th place. You know, you've got a job. You've got security here. You want to be part of that because all of a sudden, you go somewhere else, 
you don't have that person backing you. Everybody in an organization has somebody that pushed for them, somebody that likes something about them. And when they have the, the management meeting, they're saying, I want Hendricks here because he does this. I want Packer in, and, and they fight for him. You go to a new organization, you have no one fighting for you. So if you're a bottom player here on this team, you go to the other organization, you play 30 games, you got no one backing you, you find yourself looking for a job. So that's why the unknown of going elsewhere is no fun. You've got it on your mind. There's a lot of guys here that have never had to worry about that before. Craig Matavish came out many times. Our core players are going nowhere. The new GM, well, you know what? Everybody's available. So now a Taylor Hall and Everly, uh, players of those of that ilk are thinking, no, oh God, I, I mean, I could be going elsewhere. Where would I go? I mean, I don't want to go anywhere. And they've, they've come out and said it. I do events. You and I were at an event the other night with Jordan Everly. They like it here. They, they enjoy it here. They want to be part of this new arena, the fact that Connor's here. They want to be part of this going forward. When you put so much blood and sweat into uh, an organization, you don't want to leave before you start to see the fruition of your blood and sweat. You want to be here to see it go. And this team eventually is going to get better. they got a good GM. they got a good coach. They've got a player to build around in Connor McDavid. So, yeah, I believe that it's affecting their plays somewhat. But having said that, you're a professional and you've got to get through it, and they have not been good enough over the last three weeks to, to prove that they want to still be Edmonton Oilers. I'm going to take this one step further with you specifically, because you scored 49 goals one year for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I forget if it was 88-89 or 89-90, but you were part of that young group. Of, I mean, you had Mario Lemieux, they had Jagger, you know, they had you, and they moved you. They traded you. And they, yep, traded they you to Hart- and they traded you to Hartford. <laughs> I mean, what was you, – you, you, so can you re- kind of relate maybe a bit to what these guys are going through? Because you were supposed to be, a, you know, a, a top-line player with the Pittsburgh Penguins and a core piece for a number of years. And they you know moved, what? And you, yeah, I've, I've gone through years of therapy because of this, Bob. I've just finally <laughs> solved it. And now you're bringing me back in. But I, I can tell you <laughs> – so – I was on a Pittsburgh team that had a bunch of young young stars. And that back then we had Kevin Stevens, uh, Johnny Collin, Mark Recchi, Mario Yager. Um, we, so we had some very good players that didn't know how to win yet. Uh, they needed to make changes. They needed, and just like here in Edmonton, they needed uh, something a little different. So I got traded for a guy named Scott Young, who didn't put up the offensive numbers I had, but he was a different type of player. So they started finding players that completed. They went out and got an old Samuelson who was a different style. He wasn't an offensive defenseman. They needed someone else that could play stronger defense, be harder to play against. That team went on. We missed the playoffs the year before. They went on and eventually won a Stanley Cup the year I got traded. And I remember sitting watching them, so happy for so many of my friends, but there was part of me inside going, I could be out there. I, I mean, I missed that opportunity because I, got, I moved on. So, yeah, some of these guys, and, and, and I went through two years not making the playoffs in Pittsburgh. Now they're winning the Stanley Cup. I wanted to be part of that. So, yeah, these young guys here, they've been through the losing. They've been through the bad years, the, the getting booed on home ice, sweaters being thrown on the ice. They want to be part of something good. And Connor McDavid, and we've seen with all these superstars that come into the National Hockey League, the Sidney Crosby, the Patty Kane, the Mario Lemieux, they – they all eventually lead a team to a championship. Connor McDavid is that next player. These guys want to be around when that championship comes to Edmonton. So these guys don't want to move. How but quickly did you, do you recall how quickly, like, so they won the cup the year you got traded. 
Were you, were you guys in the playoffs here before playing Philly, or did you miss? I, we missed, made, missed. I think we missed the year before. I think we did. I can't remember. And that's when I, there was 21 teams and 16 made the playoffs. Yeah, it's pretty hard to miss the playoffs. That's how hard we worked at it. We lost, actually, the year we missed the playoffs, we lost it the last game of the season in overtime to Buffalo. If we won the game in overtime or if it ended in a tie, we made the playoffs, and we ended up losing in overtime and missed the playoffs. There's an extra, but they started getting pieces. They had their core. See, they had Mario. That's who they were building around. So they right. started building around him, and they made a trade. That, well, I mean, one of the best trades that Craig Patrick ever made, and probably the worst Eddie Johnson is, he, they traded for Ulf Samuelson and Ronnie Francis. and gave up John Cullen, a, a very good, skilled player, and Zarley Zalaski, a couple of young players. They got seasoned veterans that knew how to play both ends of the rink, yep. and they built. now they had this star to build around. So some guys, like Recky, got to stay in. But they, they started building around. They just didn't have all the same players anymore. So everyone here in Edmonton, they want to be part of this. Because it has been uh, a hard time for a lot of these players for a lot of years. There is hope. They see who the GM is. They see who the coaching staff is. And they see who their star player is in Connor McDavid. There's hope here. They want to be around when it becomes a deep. Because they don't want to be sitting here 35, 40 years later on the phone doing a radio interview talking about what could have been like I am right now. Great stuff. Uh, Rob, uh, so do you, do you expect any of the young guns to go here? At the deadline, the next... no. no. Nor do I. I no. I, it, 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 as you said, I mean, a lot, I don't know the exact term on all their contracts, but we're talking $24 million on most of their contracts left. You can't move that at the draft. You can't. Teams, teams have to start evaluating where they're going in the future. They're going to have to move money out. I expect... Uh, Justin Schultz, a Teddy Purcell, possibly, possibly uh, Anil Yakupov. But the three stars of this team, no. If any of them are traded, it's just an if. If they are traded, it'll be after the season's over, before the draft. That's just my opinion. We'll talk to you tonight. Sounds good, Bob. Take care. Okay. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers Now, email us Oilers Now at 630chad.com. We are uh, going to get to uh, NHL today, and then we got a bunch of texts getting in. I, I don't know if we can – Brendan, do you think we can uh, coordinate taking calls today when I'm on the road here? Can we make oh, yeah. that happen, do you think? Yeah? We can make it happen. Should we give – we can uh, make it happen. Some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 19990 Jasper Avenue. Bob Stoffer with you in orders now, 1248. We'll get to some texts. There's lots coming in. It's interesting, eh? Pittsburgh Penguins. I, I did not realize they'd missed the playoffs the year before they won the Stanley Cup. And uh, and then Brownie got moved to Hartford during that year, and uh, the Penguins with Mario Lemieux. And geez, Mario was drafted in '84, and they won their first Cup in '91, so that was seven years. Uh, and he's a superstar. There's, there's no, this is the sixth year for Taylor Hall and Jordan Everly. It's not all on the players, in my opinion. For the record, there. I mean, how many head coaches? Well, it's my eighth year of doing color. There's been seven head coaches. That's too many coaches. Um, they have a veteran general manager now. They have a veteran head coach and experienced coaching staff. They have a true generational star. But the team sits 30th, and that's got a lot of people upset. 1249 at Edmonton will take a quick timeout. Hey, this is Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 1252 at Edmonton. 
back later now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to NHL today for Kentwood Ford. Kentwood Ford with relationships with Oilers past and present, including Taylor Hall and Neil Yakupov. Back in the studio in Edmonton, here is Brendan Ulrich. Uh, five games total around the league tonight, Bob. Uh, four more games, not including the Oilers. Uh, Tampa Bay at New Jersey. The Devils lost 6-1 to Columbus last night. They are just a point back of the Pens for a wildcard spot. The Pens do have three games in hand. Uh, it sounds like the Bolts will have Nikita Kucherov back in the lineup tonight. Boston at Carolina. Speaking of tough losses, the Canes lost to Toronto 3-1 last night. They sit two points back of the Pens. The Pens also have three games in hand on the Hurricanes. The Bruins, 27-3 on the road this season. Uh, Washington home to Minnesota. The Wild lost in Philadelphia last night. Set four points back of the Avs. Two games in hand. Uh, Zach Parise out for the Wild. The Caps lost to Montreal on Wednesday. They've only dropped back-to-back games twice this season. Uh, San Jose home to Buffalo. The Sharks are back home after a 3-1-1 road trip. Sharks are six points back of the Kings for first in the Pacific with a game in hand. Uh, a couple of signings today quickly, Bob. Uh, Tampa Bay signing Braden Coburn to a three-year extension, 3.7 average annual value. Uh, the Pens signing Ole Mata to a six-year deal, 4.083 average annual value. Uh, you like both those signings? Uh, yeah, and both those teams at uh, one time or another, I think, may have expressed or at least kicked tires on Justin Schultz. Uh, Pittsburgh has some uh, minor issues right now with injuries. Uh, Tampa Bay, Coburn was interesting because basically the money he's getting played, like it, to me, that kind of was, you know, if you were to trade for Schultz and ended up uh, qualifying him, I think you can qualify him at $3.9 because he makes over the league average. He's gonna, Coburn's going to get paid 3.7. Coburn's a left shot. He can play the right side. Pretty interesting. Uh, and again, we'll have to wait and see. There are some rumblings right now, by the way, that L.A. is closing on a deal for a quote-unquote depth defenseman. Uh, you heard Jim Fox on our show yesterday say that uh, they needed a right-shot defenseman. Keep going, Brendan. What else you got? Uh, well, the Leafs placed uh, Jared Cowan on waivers, and the Hawks placed uh, Yuri Sekic on waivers. Any interest from the others? Uh, I think Cowan's going to get bought out at one-third here. In the uh, in the off season, Sakash, I, I guess I could look into it. I mean, Edmonton's at 49 contracts right now. They might be at 47 by the end of the day, but right now they're at 49. So uh, we shall see. What do we got going on? AHL, WHL, and uh, U of A. Condors uh, host San Jose tonight and uh, San Antonio tomorrow. The Oil Kings play in Kootenai tonight and uh, Lethbridge tomorrow. And uh, the Golden Bears host Mount Royal tonight in the playoffs. I'm sure uh, you're upset. You'll be missing this one, Bob. I'll be watching the first period and a half of that game online. <laughs> the dulcet tones of uh, Dustin Nielsen and Evan Dom uh, calling that one on Canada West TV. So I'd like to wish the old Alamada the best of luck in that championship. All right, whatever. It's, just, it's actually a semifinal series. But it is to qualify for the national championship. Where are we going to go here? You want me to take a call? What do you want to do, Brennan? Yeah, let's go to Joe. Joe, what's up? Bob, you see these guys every day. Talk to them at length. How many guys on this team have the right stuff? Well, I mean, I the way I categorize it is, in my mind, they got six core pieces, uh, the three centers because of the importance of center, and that's uh, obviously McDavid, Drysaddle, and Nugent Hopkins, and then Hall, who's a driver as a winger. And you, if a winger is a driver for me, he's a, he's a stone cold core piece. And then you got to have defensemen, and uh, Clefbaum and Nurse for me. Are, Bob, you're uh, skipping. 
you're kind of evading the question. I know we, who's good and who isn't. How many guys have the right stuff? You know, well, I think that when a team's bad, it's tough to say. And sometimes when a team's really good, maybe people think that there's more guys that have the right stuff than they really do. You know what I'm saying? So better, you know what? I, I, uh, like, I think Matt Hendricks has the right stuff, but he's not a core guy. <laughs> you know, I think he like he's he's a limited skater at this stage in his career, but he plays the game the right way. I think Brandon Davidson has the right stuff, but he, yeah, he no. he's not he, he's not a top four guy. I think Talbot, as a goaltender, has the makeup and the right personality to succeed on a struggling team, uh, where he's not going to show his team up and uh, you know embarrass the rest of the players when there's the meltdowns that we've seen. So. There's a couple guys that I wouldn't consider core. Like Talbot's still, uh, I mean, even Peter Shirelli said he's on a sort of a, a bridge contract to see if he becomes a true elite number one goaltender. So, I, I, you know, those sort of players to me do have the right stuff. Um, and then, you know, Tanner Hall won in junior. He hasn't won in Edmonton. And there's a large percentage of the fans that say it's Tanner Hall's fault. He hasn't let us out of this. I think that's bunk. I mean, there's too many mistakes. The owners got $11.5 million tied up in defensemen, Joe, and none of them can play in their top four on a regular basis on a good team. Between Bob, I Keaton, hate to tell you this, but that's a McTavish answer. It took a whole lot of time, and he didn't say nothing. Now, those guys are the obvious ones. Is there enough guys on this team to no, go No, not, not, not in I the mean, current you, match. You know, Jujar Kera's got a chance to have the right stuff, but he's a real long shot at this stage. Who, who do you think's got the right stuff? Well, Casey has been a, a, a real uh, pleasant surprise to my way of thinking. Yeah, after who, that, you got who? I think Casey's been a, 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 a very pleasant surprise. As a matter of fact, I think he says the right stuff. Okay. He's working hard, uh, and then there's slashes. But I guess maybe we should break it down to let's take the top half of the roster and say who's got the right stuff. Well, again, for me, Hall, Drysaddle, McDavid. Nugent Hopkins. I think Everly is a good complimentary piece, but might be movable. Um, you know, Pouliot, I think, is a good 6 7 forward, but he's, I, he's not a driver in that role. Okay. Others, Bob, hey, I'm asking you a question that's probably too tough to answer on. Well, no, I, I just, what, what do you mean by the right stuff? Like, how, how, like, how can you, like, at the start of the year, I didn't think Brandon Davidson was good enough to play in the NHL. Right now, he looks like the Oilers' best defenseman. At the start of the year, I thought Justin Schultz was going to be part of the Oilers' core. It's obviously not going to happen. So, when a team's 30th, it looks like there's a lot of guys that don't have the right stuff, and I'm not buying that. I think there is some talent here and some ability here, and I do think it'll turn. But it just it, it hasn't happened to date for whatever reason. Now, is it going to change the landscape? Yeah. Joe, I don't mean to be rude. i got to get to news. Thanks for the call, okay? Uh, 12.58, Edmonton. We will continue going down the path um, with uh, calls, texts, tweets, and emails in the second hour of orders now after 6.30 Chad News Weather Traffic Update.